Welcome to Not in a Huff with Jackson Huff, where we interview newsmakers, storytellers, and all-around interesting people. Sit back, relax, uh, unless you're driving, and enjoy the show. Here's Jackson. Hello, hello, hello. I am Jackson Huff. This is Not in a Huff. Thanks so much for joining me. As always, really appreciate it. Today, another great uh, guest, not one guest, two um, just kind of on that series that I, I've kind of dabbled in and out of here in, in the last year or so, talking to people in interesting hobbies. You know, we've talked to cosplayers, and we had two people on from you know a U.S. perspective, an international perspective. We talked to people who were in different uh, things on YouTube and kind of in viral videos. So I, I like to kind of get different perspectives when we're, when we're talking about... Uh, all these interesting hobbies, because you find a lot of them have the exact same, uh, I guess, thoughts on it, no matter no matter who they are. This particular one is about being a, a mermaid. That, that sounds kind of funny to say, but I'm talking to two people, uh, Mermaid Lily Luna and Mermaid Scarlet Wolf. <laughs> Lily Luna, her perspective is from someone who is a professional. This is her full-time job being a mermaid, going to mermaid parties for kids and corporate events and all that kind of stuff. We're going to talk to her first all about, you know, what it, what made her quit her job as a, a high school math teacher to uh, to go and, and, and swim, be a professional mermaid. It was a, a really fun conversation. You'll hear all about, you know, the intricacies that go behind it, just like cosplay. It's not a cheap profession. You know, some of these tales cost thousands of dollars we're going to talk about some of the the differences there uh some of the funny stories that she has from uh, her time uh, her time doing parties and then afterwards we'll talk to scarlet wolf both of these are their their mermaid names not their real names hers is a different perspective where she's not full-time it's not her it's more of a hobby for her but what she is is the Miss Texas, Miss Mermaid Texas, she was in a mermaid pageant. So we're going to talk about what it means to be a professional mermaid with uh, Lily and then what it means to be a pageant mermaid. She also does parties too, but just uh, such an interesting world. Literally uh, a world I know about as much of, uh, with as, as I do, you know, what's what's literally in the ocean. <laughs> so I, uh, I I really, really enjoyed speaking with both of them. Really fascinating people both have amazing personalities I, I i'm so glad that they decided to join me let's uh, let's get started with mermaid lily luna whose name is lauren i'm here today with lauren tammy lauren how are you i'm doing great how are you doing jackson i'm doing well as well thanks for uh, thanks for joining me i really appreciate it i really appreciate you having me on very Absolutely. Excited. Yeah, we've got quite a cool, quite a, a bit of uh, interesting things to talk about. Uh, but before we get into the mermaid stuff, which is something I didn't think I'd ever be saying, get into the mermaid <laughs> stuff. But before we get into that, tell us just a little bit about uh, yourself. Um, all right. Well, like I said, uh, my name is Lauren. I'm 30 years old. My birthday is Saturday, so I'll be 31 by the time anyone hears this. <laughs> and I live in St. Pete, Florida uh, with my awesome cat. And actually, my boyfriend and I just bought a house, so we'll be moving in there soon. Congratulations <laughs> with that. That's a, that's a big thing for sure. 
yeah, we're really excited. You know, we, we already kind of alluded to, to what I, I brought you on for. I've talked to people that's in like cosplay and, and things like that before, but I like to talk to people that's just in a lot of interesting professions, everything from modern day pirates slash drug smugglers to <laughs> child stars, all that kind of stuff. So I, w- once I saw that there's kind of this community of people who are mermaids, um, I thought that would be something that I don't think I could pass up on hearing this a little bit more about. So before I kind of make make my assumptions, tell us what being a, a professional mermaid means to you. All right. Well, I think definitely it's different for a lot of people. Uh, for me personally, it is my profession. So what I do is go to events and perform as a mermaid. So I get to be in character. I swim around in a full silicone tail. Um, and I stay very much as Mermaid Lily Luna for however long they want me to be there. Yeah. Well, that's that's interesting. And, and you just mentioned your your mermaid name. I know we talked about that briefly before we started, but how did, how did that happen? And, and uh, what made you want to have kind of that, I guess, that extra persona when it comes to being a mermaid and have that different name? Um, well, I do think it's just a little bit important, you know, that people know me as Lauren when I have legs and something else when I don't. When you have legs. Um, what's really nice, though, is that Mermaid Lily Luna and Lauren are pretty much the exact same person, um, which is, it really helps me stay in character the whole time because it's just me. It's really, really simple. <laughs> yeah, I gotcha. So, you know, you said that you, you do events. Um, I, I want to kind of touch on what that means here in a moment, but you are a, a, you know, a professional, it's your full-time job. So tell us a little bit about how, you know, you made that transition or you've always been a professional mermaid when you, when you started. And then also just even stepping back a little bit more, how you got into it to begin with, because I don't, I don't feel like most people, you know, think that's even a, I guess, an option. Yes. Well, I do love to make the joke that my parents are very proud that I have not changed career goals since the age of three. <laughs> uh, I, t- I told them I was going to be a mermaid and they rolled their <laughs> eyes, but now, ha ha ha. I like that. I like that. <laughs> um, but I actually, um, I used to be a high school math teacher, mm. little different of a profession. And uh, while I was doing that, uh, it, it wasn't really for me. I really enjoyed aspects of the job, but it, it was kind of, it wasn't quite there. Um, and people were always sending me these Instagram pictures of these professional mermaids, of these women who were swimming in the ocean with these beautiful tails. And I was like, oh, I love this because I've always loved mermaids, which is why everybody would send those to me. And um, one day I just looked at it and thought, people are doing this. Why, why can't I do this? So that was in 2017. Uh, so in May or June of 2017, I bought my first fabric tail, which for anybody in the mermaid community, they know there's a huge difference between a fabric tail and a full silicone tail. The fabric is almost a bikini, like bathing suit material, um, looks great in pictures, but obviously it doesn't feel quite mermaid. <laughs> um, but I bought, I bought my first tail and I booked a one-way ticket to Australia and I moved there and started doing workshops, mermaiding by the sea with a woman there, Michaela, who was doing it um, out of Sydney. So I learned a whole lot from her. And then uh, since nobody married me in Australia, my visa expired. 
kind of joking. Um, and so I came back to the States and I started doing my mermaid stuff here. Uh, and so April of this year, I transitioned to doing it full time. And now this is my full time job. That's that's exciting. So a couple couple things to unpack there. What did you, you you talked about? You know, you you make the joke with your your family, but what did they say when you were saying I'm moving to Australia? I'm quitting being a teacher and I'm going to do this whole mermaid thing. What did they say? What or were they like go for it or what? What they what they say to that? Um, I've always been kind of the the out not outcast, but kind of the out there one in the family. Okay. So although they weren't fully shocked by me saying, I'm moving to Australia, I'm going to be a mermaid. They were a bit apprehensive of, okay, well, you know, you're, you're young still. So I guess go make whatever mistakes you need to, and then come back. <laughs> I don't think that anyone expected for it to go this far. Yeah. And you said that, you know, just recently you made it a, a full-time profession, uh, but you kind of started this in 2017. So were you still teaching or were you doing, you know, some other part-time job or, or what did that look like up until this April? Um, yeah. When I got back from Australia, I started doing real estate. Um, so that was a really cool thing. Cause I could do both, you know, I could mermaid and I could do real estate. Uh, then I got into the financial advising industry, not as an advisor, but working in their marketing and things like that. And I really enjoyed that. And then this past April, so a lot of companies, you know, had to downsize a bit. And unfortunately, I was one of those uh, casualties of that. But it actually was such a blessing in disguise because instead of jumping into something else that I was unsure of, I was able to pursue this as a full-time career. So I sat down and I figured out, you know, my own marketing plan and what I needed to do, you know, how many events I would need to do per week, how many hours I was going to be needing to work to actually be able to make this a feasible career. And guess what? It was <laughs> a lot of people in Florida really want mermaids. So it was not as hard as I thought it was going to be. That's, that's really cool. So you're talking about how many events you needed to do a week. Tell us exactly what a mermaid event really kind of looks like. They're all very different because it is such a customized experience. At least for me personally, when I, when I have an event, it is going to be, it's a one hour long show. And the second that I hit the water, we get, we get into it. Um, so again, it's very customizable per, per child, but usually for the most part, I do little kids birthday parties, uh, typically girls between the ages of, you know, three and nine ish, but not limiting that. I've done a 70 year old's birthday party. It was awesome. Um, I've done corporate events. I've done uh, open houses for real estate. But typically what happens is I show up, I get into their bathroom or somewhere I can get changed, get into the full tail. Somebody gets the lovely uh, volunteer opportunity of scooping me up and carrying me all the way to the pool because I cannot walk in the tail. <laughs> And then they usually kindly, but, you know, dump me into the water. And they're like, oh, hey, I found a mermaid. And from that point, I usually, you know, I find the birthday girl and I ask her if it's okay if I join her party. Because it's her party. <laughs> they're usually pretty accepting of it and say, okay. It'd be funny if they and, said no, and then you just got to get scooped back out. Well, that's, yeah. that's that was I'm it. I'm like, all right, well, <laughs> <laughs> that's a bummer. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, then when we're in the pool, we do mermaid makeovers. So I bring some glitter that stays on, you know, while you're swimming. 
because it's from under the sea. So obviously you can swim around in it all day. The birthday girl gets a special necklace uh, made by me that she can keep with her. And we play games. They love to tell me about their life and what it's like to be a human. Sometimes they like to give me some human food. It's always great. (laughs) And then at the end, I say, okay, guys, well, I have to go back to the ocean. I have to feed my dolphin. So we got to go. And they scoop me back out of the pool and away I go. Yeah. So you said that it can be, you know, at any age, do you ever, do you ever show up and maybe it's, they're just a little, little older than this. And they're like, "Eh, I'm not buying any of this nonsense. Yep. Sometimes, you know, (laughs) around the age that they start questioning, how does Santa get to every single house? (laughs) Yeah. Around then is when they start kind of questioning things. And I love that age because I am ready. I've been doing this for a long time. So it's almost more fun when they are skeptical. So they'll rapid fire questions and I'm like, oh, nope, 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 nope. So usually they'll spend that whole hour just asking and seeing like, are you actually real? Like, mm-hmm, sure am. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. That's funny. So do you have, you said that obviously you're, you're jumping in these different people's pools. So you kind of at the, the mercy of, of the pool. I'm sure that uh, do you ever show up and, and you, you get plopped in a pool? You're like, yeah, because not every pool is the same. Some people do not keep their pools as nice as I would want to swim in. So <laughs> you don't really have a, a, maybe a choice at that point, but do you ever get somewhere you're like, uh, I'm going to have to shower immediately when I get home. <laughs> Thankfully it has not happened to me. And I will say, I don't know if I'm just the luckiest person in the entire world. Um, or if just the type of clientele that, that decides to have um, an entertainer over at their house, they're just wonderful. But I have never had a bad experience with pools. I've never had a bad experience with a, with a customer saying like, that wasn't really what I wanted. Mm. Um, I've never had, you know, anyone be even remotely troubling at all. <laughs> well, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. And just kind of thinking in all ways that you could have issues. I'm glad to hear that most of of your bookings are, you know, the, the, the right kind of booking. Cause I would also worry, do you ever get people book trying to book you for things that are not near as uh, I guess, kid friendly. I have, I've had that request sometimes of, Oh, well, you know, you do adult parties. What does that mean? And I'm like, no, 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 <laughs> I'll do a I'll party for an adult. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. I can, that, yeah, I can, I can only imagine that could, that could be a slippery, slippery slope. It can be, but you know, I will say the only people that are more excited to see a mermaid than little kids are drunk adults. Oh, I'm, sh- <laughs> I'm sure of that. I, you know, you, I can only imagine. Yeah, I can. I can see that for sure. So, do you? I mean, do you consider this? I guess it is cosplay. Is that? Is it kind of in that same realm, so to speak? Kind of. I think it's um, it's similar to cosplay in that you know I am getting into a character. I do have a very professional costume that I wear. I think really the only big difference is that I created the character that I am cosplaying versus, you know, kind of trying to get into the head of a, a different creator of, well, what, what would this person do? Or what would this character do? Mm-hmm. I gotcha. Yeah. And, and kind of in that, that same area with, with the people that I've interviewed with cosplay, and you've already kind of mentioned it in, you know, in your world too, where it is, Huge. I mean, it, being a cosplayer and being a, a mermaid, I'm sure is not necessarily a, uh, 
I guess a, a cheap hobby, just the intricacies behind the, the costuming and probably the tail, all that. So talk just a little bit about, you've already kind of mentioned the difference between the cloth tail and the, I think you said silicone. Talk about kind mm-hmm. of that, the, the costumes and, and just, I guess, the craftsmanship that goes behind that. Absolutely. So um, the fabric tails that are very popular, they, they can be very expensive. I was very lucky when I started doing this that I found an amazing um, seamstress who happens to live in Palm Harbor, which is very close to St. Pete. And her tails were, uh, you know, it's somewhere between like 75 to $150 for the fabric tail that has the fin in it that you can swim. Um, but honestly, the fabric tails, they can be very, very intricate. They can be upwards of $800 just for a fabric tail. Then when you move on to the silicone tails, <laughs> which are different world, you know, they feel like, like a mermaid, they feel like a fish. Um, and those, I mean, start out at, I would say $1,500 for a very like basic, it's one color. I hope this fits you because we're not customizing it. So I've been really lucky to get to work with a company called Mer Nation. And they worked with me on my first silicone tail and my second one. So I now have two tails from them and they worked, they, they've been amazing with me. Um, I also work for them every once in a while when they get requests for a mermaid to come out. So we've been able to help each other out, but anytime I can plug their business, I will. Cause Erin, who is the owner of it is amazing. She's an artist. Yeah. So do you have, uh, I mean, do you have, you said both of your tails, so do you switch back and forth or did you move up from one to another or, or how's that go? I kind of upgraded. Um, so my tails actually are almost exactly the same. The second tail, uh, it's the same color, same, same everything, but I added some side fins onto it and some uh, fins on the bottom just because I thought it would be a little bit fun. Um, but my first tail, I mean, I swam in it so, so, so much that it was starting to, to get a little bit worn after two years, which is amazing because I swam in it pretty much every single weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, so I still have it though. I still use it for, you know, different events if I just need to switch it up a little bit. Uh, tell us kind of, uh, you know, in words, what is the, you know, what's, what's the inside of this thing? Like, is it just like a glove? Do you have like spots that you're like hooking your, your legs or feet into, or how does that work? Because so I didn't think I would mom- fall out. <laughs> Trust me, you won't fall out. It takes too much to get into it. (laughs) So there's a monofin in the fluke part of it where your feet slide in. Uh, In my first tail, there was no backing of that. So that was nice. You can just slide your feet in and and you're good to go after you you get the whole thing up. Uh, In the fin that I have now, there's actually the backing of it. So that's, it's challenging to get that around your ankles because it's skin tight. It's absolutely, this is customized for my exact measurements. So it takes um, a little bit of a song and a prayer to get in, in and out of it. It will not fall off. <laughs> yeah. I just, I can, I can just imagine some of you said you, you change in their bathroom. I can only imagine some of these tiny little bathrooms you trying to, to get into that tail. I feel like that's probably a sight to see. Yeah. I do always. Um, I joke with my boyfriend that on days that I'm doing events, I'm not going to the gym today. Yeah. <laughs> That's my workout. Not even the swimming part, just the getting it on part. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
And you talk about the swim part. How how easy is it to to swim in one of these towels? I I mean, they, they made mermaids for a reason. I assume that it's a, an easy thing to swim in, but is, is that really the case? It's once you get the hang of it, I, I'm always a little skeptical to say it's so, so easy because I grew up, you know, as, as a little girl does, we put our ankles together in the water and we pretend as much as we can. Um, and that's kind of actually what you have to do in these tales. So once you get the hang of it, if you're a good swimmer already, once you get the hang of it, it's amazing. You go so fast. And although it is very heavy outside of the water, the tail itself is about 40, 50 pounds. Mm. When you're in the water, it floats. It's very buoyant. So it keeps you up and it keeps you going. And so it, it's deceptively easy and tricky <laughs> to swim in. I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah. So, <laughs> so outside of those parties, I noticed that you, that you put somewhere on your profile that you I guess, do mermaid modeling. What, it, what does that look like? Yeah, so usually it's um, underwater modeling in general. Um, it is definitely a skill to be able to stay underwater for the length of time needed to get an actual, you know, pose. Modeling on land is hard enough, <laughs> but modeling underwater is very different. So I have been really fortunate to get to do a few underwater campaigns actually in Australia. Mm. Um, and then back here, I've done just a few photo shoots as, as an actual mermaid. So if anybody needs a, a mer model, <laughs> that's, that's, your girl. Really, that's really cool. So what do you, you know, you, you said that very recently, and I guess in, in the past year, you've, you've taken this professional that you're full-time, um, not that you weren't professional before, but you're full-time now. What do you <laughs> hope, I guess, that the future holds for, you, I, I mean, I guess you as a mermaid and you just as a, as a whole. Uh, well, I was able to make this my full-time job uh, recently because I was able to secure a position at a major hotel around here. So mm -hmm. now I have, you know, weekly events there of every Friday night, we do mermaid happy hour. Every Saturday morning, there is mermaid, a mermaid morning for the kids. Um, so really I hope that, you know, I've, I've been in, in contact with a few other venues and I'm hoping that mermaid Lily Luna can swim to a few more places every week. That's really cool. So you said mermaid happy hour. So are you catering towards these, these drunk people that love the mermaids? <sighs> kind of, sort of, um, I'm just, I'm in the pool during happy hour. Uh, we do pass out some mermaid shots, uh, which are, they're so cute. They, they made like the little, you know, the boba tea bubbles. Uh -huh. Yeah. They infuse those with like a glittery rum. Huh. So it kind of looks like caviar. So they're little mermaid shots of caviar. <laughs> um, but a lot of the times there's, there's kids swimming in the pool at that point. And so I swim with them. I hang out with the adults and it's really just for everybody. It's just the time we just do a Friday night, you know, we're all happy. <laughs> That seems really cool. I, I think that's really awesome. I, I can only imagine. I don't. I, I'm sure there's some people that come to that hotel just because they know that that event happens. But people who don't and just think, "Hey, I'm going to go to the pool today," and all of a sudden there's somebody in the pool that's uh, you know dressed as a mermaid is probably like, "What in the world?" So that's just probably a, a cool thing just to see the surprise from people as they they enter the pool. It is really cool, and they have um, you know like a two story bar. So a lot of the time, somebody on the second story won't, won't realize what's going on. And then they'll look down and kind of, <laughs> is there a mermaid down there? 
So I get a lot of, uh, hey, is it okay if we take your picture? Can we, you know, our grandkids aren't here, but they would love to see this. And it's such a fun time. You'll have to come. <laughs> that, that sounds really cool. So tell people how they can, uh, they can connect with you, whether it's your website, social media, you know, whether they're in the, the I think you said St. Petersburg area, how they can uh, book you, all that good stuff. Absolutely. Um, so my Instagram is just Mermaid Lily Luna. No spaces, only one L in Lily. So it's L-I-L-Y-L-U-N-A. Um, my TikTok is the same thing, Mermaid Lily Luna. I do some fun little videos on there. Um, and then my website is just mermaidlilyluna.com. And that is where you can, you can directly book me from there. And you can also shoot me an under the sea mail. So uh, I respond to those all the time. I have a lot of kids that want to keep up after parties and, you know, make sure that everything's okay. And I respond on my shell phone as soon as I can. <laughs> I like these puns. They're, they're pretty good. Oh, thank you. This is uh, not my first rodeo. So. <laughs> I, I can tell. I can tell. <laughs> I, and I like that you're that you're committed to you know, committed to the magic, so to speak. That you know, once I guess that uh, the party's over and the the payment's gone, you're still willing to kind of to to play the part for the kids. I like that a lot. Oh, abs- absolutely, I am because <laughs> I think it's so cool. I wish this was around when I was little. I just I think it's just the best thing in the world. <laughs> Yeah. So I guess in wrapping things up, you know, you, you talked about earlier about how your parents were a little bit hesitant thinking, okay, well, we have our, our wild child doing, doing her own thing. But uh, (laughs) now that you've really made it a career, you're successful at it. Obviously you just bought a house. So you're, you're doing all right at it. What, what do they, they, what do they think now? I think they're still, they're pretty happy about it. Um, I, I joke, my little sister is getting her PhD in chemistry. So I'm always like, they have one doctor. I can be a fish. It's okay. <laughs> but they're really happy with how it turned out and that I'm able to do what I love. And I don't have to make that, that sacrifice of, oh, well, this is what I do for money, but this is what I do for my hobby. I was able to combine them. So they're really happy about that. No, I think that's awesome. And I, I really appreciated your time and just learning a little bit more about this. Definitely a world I know nothing about. I did not grow up, you know, hoping to be a mermaid. So once I what? saw, you know, I know, but once I saw, you know, the, just the Instagram of different people that are, are in this profession, I, I, I wanted to connect with a few just to learn about it. And, uh, you've been, you've been great in, in, uh, kind of die helping us dive into it. There's my, there's my pun for you. See, there you go. All there right. Go. Well, yeah, but I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. I was just really excited to get to do this and get to know you a little bit. And this has been so much fun. Absolutely. So that was Lauren Tammy, Mermaid Lily Luna. What a cool person. Really enjoyed hearing her insight in the mermaid world, the professional mermaid world. Urge you to check her out. We'll talk more after uh, about her uh, but let's get to a uh, scarlet wolf who is again she's a pageant mermaid she does these parties as well but we're going to talk to her about you know how she got into to mermaiding but also about being miss mermaid texas here is scarlet wolf i'm here today with scarlet wolf scarlet how are you i'm great how are you i'm doing well thanks for joining me i really appreciate it 
Well, thank you for having me. It's uh, wonderful to be able to do this sort of thing. I think this is my first uh, official podcast. Well, good. I'm glad to, I guess I'm glad to be your, your first podcast for sure. That's such exciting for, for me and hopefully for you, not too nerve wracking. Some people in their first, they're a little bit, I guess, nervous, but hopefully that's not the case. I'm pretty, I'm pretty chill, I think. I think I'm more excited. Good. <laughs> and I when like I get that. excited, I, uh, I tend to ramble or talk a lot. So let me know if I go a little overboard. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm sure you're, you'll be just fine. So the, the, the topic that most people like mm-hmm. to talk about is them, themselves. So before <laughs> we, uh, before we kind of mention your, your, you, you do things in the mermaid world and then they also mm-hmm. the cosplay world, but let's talk just about you as a person first, I guess, kind of your, your life outside of a of costume. Okay. Um, so uh, I, I, I don't know what else to say. I mean, I, I delve into this cosplay and everything. But um, when I'm not cosplaying, I guess I can say that uh, I am your typical, I guess, country girl with quotation marks. Okay. Um, I grew up uh, around horses. Huh. And uh, I learned to ride horses when I was two. I've, I've done lots of different things, barrel racing, uh, different things like that. I do a lot of just pleasure riding is what they call it. Uh, a lot of Western. I don't do uh, English, <laughs> but uh, it's something that I grew up around and it's just a big part of my family. As far as things go, uh, I'm a Dallas born girl and I've just, you know, had a lot of fun learning life. <laughs> these past um getting close to that big three zero years <laughs> yeah 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 that's that, this must be the i guess the time that everyone is mermaiding around the 30s like i was telling you <laughs> i talked to someone else in in this world yeah. and she just turned 30 i just turned 30 we're all just wow. in there. we're all just around 30 that's funny well you know um <laughs> if you think about it when, when did the big the big hit movies uh, come out for mermaiding. You have uh, The Little Mermaid in 1989 and of course Splash as well. Oh. So that's right around the time when we were, you know, able to, well, a little bit after or before we were watching movies, but close to it. So makes sense. That does, <laughs> you know, I, I didn't put that together, but that that yeah. makes some sense. Tell us what it, to, to you, what it means, I guess, to be a, a professional mermaid. So um, I think being a professional, there's there's lots of, if, ands, and buts, and all different things, and can you do this, can you do that? I think, um, there, in, and professional-wise, you want to be professional, like, to others as well, um, you know, coming from a business aspect and how that works, um, but essentially, you need to be able to um, swim well underwater, mm-hmm. um, and above water, of course, <laughs> all of the water, um, and have some of those skills that people don't typically um, use when they're just normally swimming. Um, being able to do the bubble rings underwater, um, different tricks um, that you can do, being able to swim to different depths. Free diving is a big factor in it. Um, I'm working on getting certified in that currently. <laughs> but um, I think professionalism um, with the children and the events that you do and the people you do charities for. Uh, or the, the organizations you do charities for is another part of that professionalism that needs to be there too. You know, you, you, I know you do the, the mermaid stuff and then you mm-hmm. also do other cosplay. So yeah. tell, us, tell us a little bit about, you know, that, that other world and how maybe some of the differences in, in your uh, other cosplay oh. and being a mermaid 
and then also some of them those the similarities so um i actually got into mermaiding through cosplay uh mm-hmm. thanks to a good friend tanya um i started cosplaying and I went as one of my favorite characters from The Legend of Zelda. I went as Link. Um, So that was one of my, you know, childhood characters that I just loved and I really connected with. So that's who I went as. Well, you know, as you're going through the con, you meet people, you see people. Um, For my first one, it was very exciting. And I met one of my good friends, Tanya. Um, She was dressed as the Little Mermaid. So, um, (laughs) she sparked that interest in me, which is an amazing thing with cosplay is being able to create and support others and support their creations and, you know, help each other out with different things and ideas and what you want to do. But I decided that I would also cosplay as Ariel because she's another one of my favorites. So I was like, that'll be my second cosplay. I'll cosplay as Ariel. I'll have fun with it and I'll really enjoy it. And, uh, so she told me, she showed me that I could actually buy a tail. And I was like, well, that that's going to happen. <laughs> so with mermaiding, I feel like there's not as many conventions for it yet. Now they're in the works. I do see lots popping up these days. Um, there's not as many. It's newer. It's a little bit fresher than cosplay is. Cosplay has been around since I don't even know how long, as long as people have been dressing up at cons. Uh, I know I have friends that were doing it in the 80s. There's competition in both but for cosplay see I never really got into the competitiveness um I I saw some of the competitiveness but I never really competed with anybody I kind of just wanted it to be you know um a community and it was always a community with cosplay um but I did see that there was things going on I just never was part of it um with mermaiding it can get pretty close to home a lot. <laughs> um, not wanting it to be that way, but um, you know, the she has this tail and she has that tail type situation does come up a lot. And I find it very funny. I try to stay out of it as much as possible, but it does come up. So uh, that is a, a big deal with mermaiding and technically cosplay too, but just different in a sense, I guess. Yeah, I mean, one difference I, I feel like was probably there, but maybe <laughs> not because you talked about, you know, cosplaying as as Ariel, yes. does, does most mermaids, are they kind of creating their own characters where with cosplay, they may be, you know, playing a different character? Or is that not the case? That's a great way of putting some of it. And I, I, that would have been, I blow my mind right there. Yes. So um, with mermaids, you do have the ones who tend to strictly do characters. Um, I have a wonderful friend. Um, she does absolutely amazing Ariel. She is Ariel in my eyes. Um, but there's a lot of mermaids out there who do other, like their own thing a lot. Um, it's, you know, for me, (laughs) I don't think I ever really had a mersona to speak. I feel like I'm like a chameleon and I know that one other mermaid is very similar and it makes me very happy to see someone else who also is much like a chameleon, uh, Virginia mermaid, the Virginia mermaid. Awesome. Love her to death for that. Uh, I appreciate that she doesn't have one specific persona because it's really hard for me to choose one. (laughs) I I could be one person the next day and one person the next, and that makes me happy. But I also appreciate the mermaids who have taken the time to go and hone in and have that one thing that they love, that one style, and, and run with it and, you know, express it their own way. I love that. I wish I could do that. I wish I had a specific 
Mersona sometimes, but it never really stuck. I'm just Mermaid Scarlet and I do everything, <laughs> all the things. <laughs> well, you're, you're, I don't have a specific color. You're making me laugh with the, with the Mersona. <laughs> yeah. Saying, saying Mersona, but I, I get, I get what you're saying. Yeah. there. So how, how does, you know, you said that there's not a ton of conventions for it, but how do yeah. meetups and stuff even happen? We're going to talk about, you know, a pageant here in a little bit. I want to get to that, right. but, but how does that even happen? Because, you know, the, the other mermaid I was talking to said, you know, she has to be carried to the pool. Once she gets the talent, she can't walk. So how are you like, <laughs> uh, are you aerial once she's got her legs or, or how are you getting together? Is it all just in a big pool or are you hopping around or what's happening there? I feel like it depends on the situation. Uh, a lot of times we'll, we'll, what we call tail up uh, by the pool. So that means we'll put our tails on at the pool or by the pool and then hop in the water all together in our tails. Um, there are events, though, like if I'm doing a children's party or something um, along those lines where I have to be in character, right, the whole time. So I would I would definitely have um, someone carry me out or I have my handy dandy rolling chair that I take with me every time I go to a gig because uh, it fits in my car. And if worst case scenario happens and I have to figure it out. I pop the rolling chair out and we go to town. <laughs> yeah. I think I've, I've only busted it twice <laughs> in that chair, but you know, it, it's trial and error. So um, yeah, for the events, we, we typically tail up by the pool and then hop in. I gotcha. I gotcha. So tell, tell us a little bit about, you know, these events that you do, not necessarily, you know, the, the conventions or the, mm -hmm. the pageants, but Maybe these, uh, these kids, these kids parties. Ah, yes. Um, so I have been doing children's parties since I was in college. Um, I thought it was a great idea for like a job while I was uh, working on my degree. And uh, it, it suited me very well, which was really great. Quite honestly, uh, I started off doing aerial for birthday parties. Um, I, I probably should be saying the mermaid of the sea or something like the redhead mermaid mm, yeah. because disney has all of these oh my gosh it's crazy disney can get very crazy with its um characters i found out oh, yeah. um but i've done the ice princess and yeah. uh her sister <laughs> and uh all these different characters during college and i've i've been doing that for i guess almost 10 years now so yeah. <laughs> um it's it's really fun i love to see the kids uh, I've had lots of interesting experiences, some great and some very awkward, yeah, <laughs> especially I, at the beginning. <laughs> and I want to hear about that because that I, I, <laughs> I wrote that I wrote that question. Talk a little bit about some of those, uh, I guess, unfortunate, maybe. Yeah. One of my uh, more memorable ones was when I first started off. They wanted Elsa for a birthday party. Right. So um, this was maybe a year or two after I started um, doing the princess parties and mermaid parties. Um, and <laughs> the little girl, had, she wanted nothing to do with me. <laughs> All the other kids were super excited. Oh my gosh. They were like, oh, Elsa's here. This is awesome. You know, this is great. Woo. Um, but she wanted nothing to do with me the entire party. And she was very shy and scared. And I tried all the things that I knew at the time to try and, you know, get her around to it. I even sang. <laughs> And that didn't work. So, I mean, I, I usually bring like nail polish and stuff or like 
cute little things to do while we're there. Um, you know, book reading and different princess party stuff. None of it worked. That was my one, that one kid that was like, man, I just couldn't, I couldn't figure it out. Couldn't figure out the mom. They were all still really happy that I was there and excited. And all the other kids were happy and excited. I, I felt horrible after leaving that party just because the birthday girl didn't want to spend time with me at all. Um, that would be my, probably my most memorable kid event. Um, I wouldn't say this is a bad event. I did, I did the reunion tower in Dallas, which was really neat. Uh, this is just more of a unique experience, I guess. And, um, it's up at the top of the tower, which was really neat. It was during Christmas time, which you would not expect. And it was an adult party. Hmm. So, it wasn't one of those kind of adult parties. Every time I say adult party, they're like, ooh, you know, oh my. <laughs> no, it was not that. Um, it was more like a corporate event. Um, they were having a, <laughs> this is where it gets weird. They were ending their company. It was their last party before the company basically went and was sold off to another business. Huh. That is, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. I thought it was very interesting. <laughs> Um, and it was ocean themed in December. <laughs> so sh- they wanted mermaids to um, take pictures with the guests. It was very neat. I had a great time because um, you're up in the ball and Dallas is beautiful. Uh, the skyline, everybody was happy because, you know, they were, it was the last hoorah, basically. So everybody was very happy and having fun and just, you know, enjoying each other's presence, which was wonderful. But yeah, they had us on the bar, right? So we're sitting up on this this bar in oh. Dallas on top of, you know, the ball. It was beautiful. But um, the thing with Reunion Tower is the floor rotates. So every hour, the floor makes a full 360 because it's, a, it's a, a sphere. So the whole floor will rotate 360 degrees to show the entire Dallas skyline. So... Basically, the inside piece where the bar was is still it's part of the inner piece of the, you know, of the tower. And so we're sitting on that. And eventually one of the other mermaids moves to their photo booth and I'm greeting the guests, you know, come on in, come on over to the bar because it's right here next to me and have drinks and have fun and enjoy yourselves. Well, you know, as the night's going on, they turn on the floor (laughs) and the floor is moving. So I'm sitting at the bar and the floor is going and guests are coming up to get drinks and they are completely trashed. Okay. And tripping all over the floor. It was, it was quite a sight to see. Of course, when you're doing a gig like that, you don't, you can't drink on the job. That's a big no, no. So um, I was just having fun watching all the drunk people stumble around on the floor. It was great. (laughs) Do you ever, have you ever dealt with the party where there's, some some skeptical guests you know these kids that want to ask you a a bunch of questions and don't quite quite know whether you're uh you're the the real deal oh my gosh all the time um i it's one of the reasons why i'm currently um in the works of getting something new um i will say that kids are super curious Uh, they're just that everything's a question you know what i mean they always have a question for whatever it is. Where do you come from? Do you have, I, I love this one. Do you have parents? Yeah. <laughs> do you have parents? Do you have a mom and a dad? Yeah. Like, how did that work? Where are you guys? Where are they from? And stuff like that. Um, and then 
you know, they feel your tail, they want to feel everything, they want to make sure, you know, it's all how it's supposed to be, um, which is typically why mermaids buy very expensive silicone tails, because they feel more realistic. I like it. So let's talk about the, uh, well, you you mentioned it, let's talk about the the craftsmanship of these tails. I've Hmm. I know that there's cloth tails and there's silicone tails, but talk a little bit about uh, all of that. As far as tails go, I have a fabric tail here. I was going to let you look at so that you could see it. I'm sure nobody else can, but it's here. Um, this is a fabric tail. They can run depending on brand and uh, I would say size. Technically, I would say they would run anywhere from, I think the lowest for an adult would be about $100 give or take depending on if it's used or not to (laughs) over a grand for a fabric tail um these tails are made out of uh typically either neoprene uh which is like a scuba net material or um i would i would explain the other one as being it's like a scuba material but it's closer to what you would find in like a swimsuit. If you're thinking about like texture wise, it feels kind of like what a swimsuit might feel like or like a, um, a scuba suit of some sort. So they're, they can get very expensive depending on what you do with them and how much you customize them or upgrade them, all of the above. While they are wonderful, they don't feel like a silicone tail. Yeah. And those silicone tails, man. Um, when I'm doing my fabric tails, I love to use them for photos. I love to use them for um, quick parties where it's, you know, in and out or I'm in the pool most of the time. So the kids don't have to worry about poking and prodding it on land because you will see things with the fabric tails that you don't see with the silicone, Um, things like your knees. Um, I own one silicone tail currently. I am in the works to get another one. It's coming soon and it will be an upgrade for sure. I'm very excited about it. Uh, maybe it will be my Mersona. We'll see. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, they, um, they tend to run a lot more in cost. Um, they are, uh, I would say, I think my first one was one of the lower costing tails because I was still pretty young when I got it. And I was still, you know, I, I just got out of college and I was still, you know, just getting started with work, but I had to have something. Uh, I was just beyond excited to try silicone tail. So I went with the lower end of the spectrum. Uh, (laughs) I love my tail. The colors are beautiful, but it is time for an upgrade. So I am, I'm ready for an upgrade. Yeah. 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 I gotcha. So (laughs) talk about the, uh, the, the pageant, because that's something that I, I've not heard anyone else talk about. So how exactly does a, a mermaid pageant happen? (laughs) <laughs> and then you're, you're holding up a sash. So yeah, how does a successful mermaid pageant happen? Smells like chlorine. Sorry. <laughs> um, so uh, for the pageant system that I am associated with is uh, Miss Mermaid USA. And I love the pageant. I love what they stand for and um, what it means to be part of their organization. Um, they are amazing. They're, again, one of the... Uh, organizations that help support different causes um, and support their mermaids. They are um, just out there trying to help all of us, you know, in our goals, which is wonderful. I think that is an absolutely amazing thing for an organization to do. Um, As far as getting into this pageant goes, um, (laughs) I have a wonderful friend 
Her name is Lanisa. Um, she's Lanisa Love on Instagram, and she is Miss Mermaid um, USA 2019 and 2020. She and I were just having fun at her apartment one day, and we're swimming and, you know, chit chatting. And she was talking about the pageant, and she said, You need to sign up. And I'm like, Really? Really? You think I'm good enough now for that? And she goes, you are amazing. And I was like, oh, well, I've never had anyone tell me that before. Thank you. Uh, But um, she really encouraged me to do this. She's like, you have potential. You need to at least try. So if Miss Mermaid Mermaid USA was telling me to do this, I was like, okay, all right. The next time they have it, I'll I'll sign up. I doubt I'll get it. I seriously didn't think I was going to get it. Um, there's a lot of girls here in Texas that are absolutely wonderful mermaids and, um, to be considered amongst them is just, I'm honored. <laughs> what does, uh, what does, uh, the a mermaid pageant look like? I mean, are you having, I mean, I'm sure you're not putting on formal wear. <laughs> so what exactly are you doing? So we technically do. I actually have my formal wear sitting in this closet right here. It's really? um, very, very unique formal wear. I don't know if all of the contestants went that out there. Yes, there is evening wear. It is your typical pageant. It's, you know, evening wear and uh, talent outfit or not talent, but like a choice outfit um, and that sort of thing. And you're up on stage, you know, waving your hand back and forth. Oh, yep. That's me. I'm Miss Texas. Hi. Oh, here we go. You know, just like your typical pageant would be. But on top of that, another part of this pageant is underwater Uh, You have to be able to do photography underwater and swim a distance underwater. um, And that's, you know, that's part of it. It it was such a unique pageant. Um, I'm really glad that I was able to be a part of it. Yeah. So there's a part that's not in the water that you're actually walking across the stage. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> it, like any typical pageant, you do have your walks. Of course, we had to go through and do the whole, here's where you're going to walk to, and there's where you're going to walk to and turn and swirl and do all the things um, that you typically would for a pageant. Um, the interview questions, uh, <laughs> that's, that makes me very nervous. I don't, I don't do questions on the spot very well. But yes, it is a typical pageant. Uh, the dresses that I used are very special to me. I didn't really have a chance um, on stage to be able to discuss them. Um, and I actually ended up wearing one of them to the gala the night before. Uh, yes, it was a lot of fun. Um, but my dresses are made from a local seamstress who's a great friend of mine and also a mermaid. Is amazing. Her name is Heather Chamberlain Smith. So she's not your typical seamstress. Um, she works with recycled materials. Hmm. Uh, yes. So the dress that I wore for the gala was, I believe pretty much, if I'm not mistaken, 100% used pool floats that she sewed together. Yeah. Um, even the grommets, uh, it's 100% waterproof. You can actually wear it underwater. Um, (laughs) I'm, that's one of the goals is to do a photo shoot underwater in it. So where was the, where's the national pageant at? The uh, national pageant was in Manassas, Virginia. Mm. Yeah. So that's I drove really, up to Manassas. That's, <laughs> really, that's, that's really cool though. I, so yeah. was, what, what year was this? What you're, you were the what, Miss Mermaid Texas or how does it, how does the, the title go? So it's, uh, it's by year. Um, I am Miss Mermaid Texas 2021 and that, that is the, 
my current reign. So I'm currently so you're reigning. currently reigning. All I'm right. currently. I don't have my crown on tonight, but I'm currently reigning. I gotcha. <laughs> um, representing my state uh, as much as I can, and um, you know, having fun with it. Uh, hopefully, we'll see. Um, I'm. I've. I've been in a couple of parades since, of course, winning the title. Well, to good. represent <laughs> that's that's yeah. really fun i think that's really yeah. cool so what do you hope that the future holds i guess for you in, in the mermaid world and then the the real uh the real world too in in, in the water and, and on land <laughs> so uh i'm currently i think my goals would be to a get my freediver certification uh i've been trying really hard to work towards that and scuba certifications as well, because those are important too. You know, it, it, I guess in wrapping things up, you've done such a good job in, of uh, shouting out a lot of uh, a lot of your your contacts. But let's shout you out. How can people oh. find? How can people find you? Uh, you know, if they want to learn more about the pageant system, learn more about yeah. mermaiding, all that good stuff. How can they find you? Um, so I am mostly on my Instagram. Um, but yeah, my Instagram is Miss Scarlet Wolf. Um, I typically post on there. I don't usually use my Facebook anymore. I do have a Miss Scarlet Wolf Facebook if that's something that you uh, would look into as well. Yeah, Very yeah. Good. <laughs> Very good. Well, I've really appreciated your time. Thanks so much Thank for you. being here. Thank you, Sue. This is amazing. I absolutely love being able to talk about all of these different things and, you know, express who I am. It's wonderful. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that was Scarlet Wolf. We talked to uh, Mermaid Lily Luna before. I hope you enjoyed that. I, I really appreciated both of their times. Learned about something that I had absolutely no idea about before, you know, before I, I booked them. I, you know, I always like to just hear about interesting hobbies. Uh, for one of these people, it's a, a profession, a full-time job. You know, Lily Luna, this is what she does for a living. And then Scarlet, she's, you know, in the in the world of mermaid pageants. So things I never, ever knew about and things I never thought I would know about. But I'm so glad that they decided uh, to join me and, and teach me just a, a little bit about mermaiding. Um, I, I, I urge you to, to check, check this type of thing out. You know, if you've got kids that uh, would enjoy it. If you're in you know, Texas or Florida, definitely look them up. But uh, if you're not in either one of those areas, there's really mermaids all all over the place and in, in every state. I know I, I looked up Indiana, and there's there's certainly some in in Indiana too. But uh, it it was just a pleasure speaking with them. I knew there had to be a lot more that went to it just than you know jumping in the pool and having fun. There's you know a, a craftsmanship behind you know creating those. Uh, personas and then also behind you know the the tales and and the expense behind them is something that kind of surprised me too uh, but check them both out they gave you both their um, ways to get in contact with them should that be something you're interested in urge you to do that they were both a, a joy to speak with and i'm sure they're a joy to to work with too whether it's uh planning one of those parties or just have a, a question for them uh, I, I really appreciate their time. I appreciate them being here. I appreciate you being here. Always check us out. Uh, Not in a Huff podcast on Instagram, jacksonup.com. You can uh, rate us now on Apple Podcast and on Spotify. So a five-star rating in both of those areas would be amazing. Really would appreciate that. Um, but uh, 
yeah, we'll see you next week. There's always uh, always bound to, to be an, an interesting guest, and in, in next week, I I know it is, but I'll, I'll leave that uh, I'll leave that hanging. Uh, keep you in suspense, but I, I think uh, I think you'll enjoy that. Thanks for being here. We'll see you next time. Take it away, Chris. This has been Not in a Huff with Jackson Huff. Thank you for listening. Be sure to join us next time where we will interview another amazing guest who is sure to make you laugh or make you think, or hey, maybe even both. But until then, keep being awesome.